Today's scripture comes from the Gospel of Luke. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary, and he came to her and said, Greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be holy. He will be called the Son of God. And now your relative Elizabeth, in her old age, has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month for her who was with, said to be barren. For nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, Here I am, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. Word of God, word of life. Thanks be to God. Earlier this fall, Pastor Kristen preached about Queen Vashti from the book of Esther in the Old Testament. The king in that story in a drunken stupor wanted to parade his beautiful wife around to his friends to impress them with all his possessions. But the queen said no to this patriarchal request, standing her ground as a person and not property. And that no of Queen Vashti outcast her from palace life and set in motion the coming of another queen, Esther, one that would speak and act on behalf of her people. That sermon spoke into the nose that we have to speak into our lives. And then, in this ongoing living story of faith. Today, we end the season of Advent with the story of another decision, one that ends with yes. But this is not a yes to something easy. Mary, still in adolescence, is visited by an angel. The angel comes to her with an unforeseen piece of news that will change her life. And the angel says, do not be afraid. You're loved by God, 
and you will birth a baby who will be the savior of the world and God's son. In the absurdity of this message, Mary asks this question, how can this be? And the angel continues, but the response does not lessen the angst Mary is feeling. And then it's like the angel can see in Mary's eyes that she is trying to figure out how in the world she is to process and hold this news while she has to maneuver in the real world as an unwed pregnant teenager. And then in the next breath, which can be easily missed in all the details of the story, the angel speaks of Elizabeth. Finally, something that is recognizable to Mary in all this jolting news. Her relative is also birthing new life unexpectedly. I wonder if we can imagine that story if Mary exhaled a little longer once she heard this detail. There is someone out there that is experiencing something similar, and I already know who she is. There is a person to accompany Mary through this, and there is someone Mary can talk to and be with who can also breathe this air of change. And it is only with this detail of companionship it is then that Mary says, let it be according to your word. And Mary says yes, even when all the details ahead are still unclear. Mary's let it be gave permission for a next day to come, for God's spirit to stir and move even though Mary didn't know how. I was thinking this week about all the circumstances that we have to say yes to in our lives, change that happens without our liking or our permission. A mentor of mine shared with me how he had to say yes when his wife was diagnosed with early onset Alzheimer's in her 50s. They had to say yes to years of care and caring instead of retirement and travel. A high school friend in April had to say yes to her husband's death. She is now a single parent to three adults in her 50s and checking a box that says widowed instead of married, an empty place at her table and in her heart. There are a lot of examples of these kinds of change and it's the really painful part of living. Saying yes to something you would prefer not to have to encounter. And as I look around at you today, 
This sanctuary is full of examples of this. What is it that you have to say yes to over this last year that is a struggle and something you wish you could have avoided? And then there is Elizabeth. Elizabeth in this story is like the opening of a window to see a view that is familiar, to be able to breathe in fresh air while the rest of life feels foreign and contained. Elizabeth is that someone else who understands, someone Mary can go to while her life feels like a play that someone else is writing. And that is exactly what Mary does next. Right after this story, she goes to see Elizabeth. There may just be a week between this story and the birth of Jesus, but it is nine long months for Mary. So much to be worked out and connected in those months. And so she spends the first few with Elizabeth. And it's a story that we call the visitation. Someone old and someone new being companions to each other as God's story is being written. And Luke is very clear that the Holy Spirit is a part of their encounter. They find each other as things are getting worked out and revealed. Finding a companion another who will walk with you and be with you is an essential part of navigating this really unexpected life and its holy ground. Last week, if you were here at the Advent concert, a song was sung that was called One Voice, and I've been thinking of it all week. Its haunting words seem to be written for Mary, but it also seems to be written for all of us in the ways that we're saying yes to a circumstance that we did not expect. The path of the song goes from one voice to two to three to become the song of all of us. Sound of voices. 
to get done in this next week may be long, and that doesn't even include the flurry of what's still unfinished in your life and in the world. And yet, we hear of a holy encounter today, and another holy encounter as Mary steps forth with fresh, unprocessed news to meet Elizabeth, in whom she can speak and be silent, to be safe and hosted in love. Who is meant to accompany you as all of this comes to be? To take the sound of one voice to two. Or maybe you are an Elizabeth for someone else. Who is it? that you are meant to come close with. This is the Christmas story. It's not just next week. It's the first two chapters of the Gospel of Luke that tell the story of how God becomes flesh, of hope being birth. And God knows we can't do it alone. And so the divine comes in all of our companions, singing with love and the will to trust. This is the song of all of us. 